Hello, and thanks for listening to this week's message from the Napoleon Church of the Nazarene, where we exist to help people take their next step in a transforming relationship with Jesus Christ. We hope that as you listen, you are both encouraged and challenged as you take that next step in your walk with Christ. All right, all right. Good morning. How are we doing today? Oh, it's a good day to be in the house of the Lord with you today. My name is Ben. I'm one of the pastors and pastor here. Uh, it's a delight of mine to welcome you into this house. If you're new with us, we have a place called the Connection Center. We'd love to connect with you, get to hear your story, get to hear about what brought you in. This is family here. All right, we don't have to be stiff. We don't have to be, we can be messy. Mine all the time. I, if you come to my house, it's messy. And, and we're in family. And so... That's, that's what we have going on, but uh, hey, we are, uh, this, this September has been a little bit of a, a different look, right? We wrapped up a series one, one week, uh, kind of set out to share with you my heart for this church and that we would embody essentially holiness as we live into our core values in, on September 10th. And then last week, uh, we had kind of a Connect Sunday where we had a picnic afterward, right? How many of you enjoyed the picnic? All right, all the extroverts raise their hand. I like it. And so this Sunday is going to look a little bit differently. Uh, it's called Ministry Focus Sunday. We've done this the last uh, couple of years where we really just draw focus and attention to some of the things that uh, are happening uh, around our community, are happening around our church that are not necessarily exclusive to like within our walls, like some of the, the, uh, the internal ministries that we do, like our kids' ministries are into. But these are kind of ones that are our our, our community-focused, outward-oriented. And so so that's what today is all about. But before we go go there, I just want to remind you why. Because I'm a person who who asks that question a lot. Why are we doing this? Why, why, Why are we... Um, why are we giving our effort, why am I giving my, my time and attention to something? I ask that with, with everything, and, and, uh, and, and, and as I was reminded this week, it's like, hey, the church exists to sow the gospel, to edify the believer. The church exists for those who are not walking with Christ. Because when he gave us the, the, the commission, right, he called us to, to go and to make disciples, to bring others in, right, to sow seed, to share, and that is the essence. And Jesus reminds us that our only purpose on this earth is to follow him and to make him known. Everything else that we do is just a means of which we do it. I've challenged our, our staff and lately that like every opportunity is a discipleship opportunity. When you're in line at the, at the grocery store, how are you, how are you connecting? Well, so I, I was in, uh, yeah, I'll share later. I was in Colorado this last week. I had an opportunity to share the gospel at a, at a at a time that I wasn't even uh, looking for, but uh, it turned out to be a really cool thing. But, but in essence, is are we, are we always living on guard, on mission, with purpose, with intentionality? Luke, 20, uh, Luke 9, 23 tells us, he said, he said to them, whoever, he looks at his disciples, says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. And this morning, I just want to remind you and maybe for some of you, for the first time, if you're new, to share with you, what are the ways in which we are denying ourselves, taking up our cross, and, and pursuing, um, 
pursuing maybe uh, that Christ may be known more in our local context, in our local community. It's, it's, it's wonderful to hear all of the things that, and we celebrate our, our DR team. And actually tonight, uh, Scott and Emily Armstrong will be, will be sharing uh, about what's happening in the DR with them tonight, 6.30 in room 200. And, and as we, we talk about Appalachia Reach Out and, the, and the, the, the ministry is hundreds or thousands of miles away, but what's happening in our own backyard? And how are we living on mission each and every day? Because you see, we don't have to go to the mission field. The mission field finds us, right? Wherever you are. As soon as, you, as soon as you leave this place and you walk out those doors, there we are. And so what are we doing locally to be on mission? Because reality is we're not here, we're not called to be a, a holy huddle, right? Where we, where we just kind of buckle down and just kind of wait for the Lord and let's just, you know, find our safe place and, um, and, and settle in. But, but we're called to sow and to share. And, and it's all outward focus. We grow so that way we can give for others. That's why spiritual gifts exist, Right? They don't exist for us. Then they're just talents and, and whatever. Spiritual gifts belong in the church because, because it's for the edification of other believers. That I, that I share a, a spiritual gift with you. And you share yours with me so that way we might both be built up. Right? That's, that's why these spiritual gifts exist. Is when we die to ourselves and we live for Christ and he empowers us, he enables us to be the church, to be the hands and feet, to be the things he calls us to be. Does that make sense? And so today I want to highlight two ministries and then the rest of the preaching time will come, okay? But uh, first off, I want to, I want to uh, highlight our NAPNAS Community Preschool. Sarah, why don't you come on up? Sarah is, is the uh, teacher, director of our NAPNAS Community Preschool and I asked her if she would come up today and share a little bit about uh, what happens at the preschool. How... Oh, perfect. What's up, Ella? Coming up to talk? <laughs> And so, why don't you invite Sarah and Ella up today? And really, what we want to do is we just want to yawn. Testing. There you go. Just talk into it. Because um, I just want you to hear a little bit, whether you're uh, new to our, our church context or whether uh, you've been here for a long time. Um, I just wanted you to hear about our NAPNAS Community Preschool and just maybe give you some accountability on how we are using and resourcing, um, you know, your generosity for our community and how we share the gospel. So Sarah, why don't you introduce yourself to us? I am Sarah Sonnenberg. I took over the preschool after Miss Krista left us for LifeWise. Um, I took it over in 2000. 21, so this is my third school year being the lead teacher and director. Yeah. I have, I am married. My husband Scott is over there. I'm not going to ask him to raise his hand because he's, he's not an extrovert. He's... Do you have any kids? Um, I have a little shadow, Ella. She is in second grade at St. Paul. Cool. So, yeah, so, so Krista Bem kind of uh, started our, our preschool here and then COVID happened. And, and, uh, but uh, took a little bit of a, a, a step back and, and, and just, I don't know, regroup. That year was hard for everything. But then it's just been neat to see the trajectory, though, it just in being faithful to the Lord and the call that he's, he's placed on us to do this, right? Um, so preschool. So what does a day in the life, I want to hear from you, what does a day in the life of the preschool look like? Well, um, they come in, like, 
get ready to wash their hands and then they come in and then we start immediately working on, they have table work as soon as they come in and we start learning the letters of their names and then they also learn to write their names and then we work on address, phone number yeah. and then they play. Um, the preschool is a play-based preschool. The kids do not realize that they're learning while playing, which is an added bonus. You know, that's always a good thing because if you tell them to go learn, you know the kids are going to say, I don't want to, but mm -hmm. you tell them to go play, they're going to go play. Um, then we learn, we have a letter of the week every week, and we learn about the sound of it. We also learn the sign so that they can sign the alphabet. And we do a little worksheet to kind of help them form the letter. And then after that, then we do some large motor. We either go outside um, in the grass area that's fenced in, or um, we go in the red room and do some music and movement. And then in the winter time, we get out the big, fluffy, soft um, snowballs, and we invite the staff over to have a snowball fight with the kids. Good time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so Justin and Ben and Janae and Sarah and Candy, they all like coming over and getting, throwing snowballs at kids and getting snowballs thrown at them. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a lot of fun. The kids really enjoy it. We do Bible lessons every month, one or two. Um, we actually just started our Fruits of the Spirit lesson, which is the most important lesson I think that these young minds can absorb, um, especially moving on as they get older. Yeah. So why, why preschool? Why in the world did, did, did we start a preschool? Um, the reason that parents send their kids to preschool um, is to get their child prepared for kindergarten. And here at Natnas Community Preschool, we're focused on getting the students ready socially, emotionally, educationally, and also spiritually. Um, we want to plant that seed in them to not be ashamed of the gospel. And we want them to be able to share that gospel with other friends as they get older. Talk to me about the little girl sewing seeds. So in my Tuesday-Thursday <laughs> class, um, there is a little girl named MJ. And since we started our Fruits of the Spirit lesson, we were watching a video about how a seed gets planted in our hearts. And it is up to us to grow that seed. And she came up to me and she said, I have a seed that's growing, right? I said, yeah, it's growing. Is it going to grow like big inside of me and I said yeah she goes and she was so excited to have that seed grow in her heart and I've already seen it grow like she can tell you all about Jesus and it's amazing that somebody at three years old understands Jesus and I told her to go share that seed with other people and plant that seed in their hearts as well I hear one uh one of the one of the uh fruits talked about quite a bit. Um, I hear it coming out of your mouth quite a bit. Self-control. <laughs> Patience. We've, we've taken that to our house. So he hears it from you and then, and then we take it back and remind him yeah. of what Mrs. S says. Yeah. I have Judah in preschool. <laughs> so um, if you do not want your child to tell any secrets about your family, don't tell them because we find out about All right. them. On that note, yeah, thanks. Uh, so listening today, um, you know, people, all walks of life right now, not everyone has a three, four, five-year-old. What are some ways that, that people can partner or support preschool? 
Uh, well, right now we have our pulled pork barbecue um, that I'm selling tickets for to support the preschool financially. Um, I will be selling tickets out there. Um, just so you guys know, this right here is, has important information on it. It's not a bookmark for your Bible. Um, I did find that a lot of people aren't reading this. So the information about the preschool, there's stuff on there, and then other things that are happening in the church as well. But I will be out in the lobby selling tickets. Our pulled pork barbecue is on Wednesday night, um, October 18th. It's a great way to support the preschool and not cook. So it's kind of a win-win. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. Talk to us about Operation Christmas Child. We did that last year. Yes. And kind of it was a ministry partnership kind of deal. Mm -hmm. So the past two years, the preschool has done, um, with, we've gone with Samaritan's Purse to do Operation Christmas Child. And if you have not heard of Operation Christmas Child, I, I highly recommend that you look it up. It is amazing. And last year, Miss Janae and I decided to partner up to stuff shoeboxes. And these shoeboxes then get shipped off to other countries, to kids that don't have anything. And this is the only thing that they receive throughout the year little toys in a shoebox. And this year we're partnering up again, and our goal is to stuff 100 shoeboxes. So stay tuned for more information on that. Um, but I definitely look it up on um, Google and see all about Samaritan's Purse. It's a Christian-based company that helps others. It's a great mission. Great mission. Yeah, thanks. You know, one of the things about our preschool is it's, it's a separate entity from our church, but it's, it's, our church provides oversight and so as we share about our core values, worship, connect, serve, I love how you um, are, are, are teaching these kids. We have 70% of our, our students uh, in the preschool don't, NAPNAS is not their home church. And so they either attend somewhere else or, or they don't have a church home. And so this is really community focused. But for us, you know, to embody what it looks like to live a life of worship, to connect with others, and then to serve with, through, through Operation Christmas Child to, to, to bring awareness of, hey, this isn't all about you, that there's, there are needs out there. And, and for them to tangibly serve and to give and to, you know, to, help, to help be a part of someone, a child's Christmas that they'll never meet. That's a good thing. So anything else you have, Sarah? Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, sir. And if you, uh, if you want to support the NAFNAS Community Preschool financially, it is a, a kind of a tuition-based thing, but there's also a drop-down. Uh, if you go to nafnas.org, give, uh, there's a drop-down to, to make your donation to the preschool. Uh, last, last couple of years, Christmas Eve, we've, we've taken up an offering, a special offering for it, but um, just, wanted to, just wanted to share that with you. It's um, just really pouring into lives, and it's, it's a pretty cool thing to just watch the joy exude out of these kids. So, uh, praise be to God. And then uh, Krista and, and Kathy are going to come up in a few minutes along with some others. Krista graduated from the preschool and finally, and, and moved into a LifeWise role uh, here in the community. But um, I just wanted to kind of set the table for LifeWise. Uh, I uh, recently stepped down as the director for Napoleon. It came, LifeWise came maybe, what, three years ago uh, for us to the community. And just a truly, uh, a really eye-opening thing that really touched on, I think, something that a lot of people were, were sensing and feeling and a desire that they wanted to, um, just this desire to, to increase 
the awareness of Christ in our community and, and what better vehicle that I, I can't even think of one than, than LifeWise. But I just want to share with you before we kind of share is, um, again, the why is because the need's great. The reality, you hear this stuff every day, right? Anxiety, depression, suicide, all of these things are continuing to climb and, and, and lows, biblical literacy, church attendance, professions of faith, this, uh, what it means to, to be a believer, um, just, it's, it's just non-existent. And, and so LifeWise exists, and that's, that's, that's the why, is because there's a need there. Um, release time religious instruction is kind of the legal jargon of it, but it's threefold, right? It's, so it's off-school property, privately funded, and with uh, parental consent. And the idea of this is that our, our students are able to opt in. There's no school funding. There's no state funding. There's no real school partnerships. Really, all that they do is allow allow us to take advantage of a law that's on the books. And so now we're seeing this not only in Napoleon, but all four schools in Henry County, um, Defiance, Tenora, uh, it's just uh, all over the place. I'm sure I'm for, in, in, in the Fulton County, it's making its way. And so it's just, it's just pretty neat to see the, uh, uh, the compounding interest and the, the effect that, that it has when you drop one in one location, how it just spreads. And it's a really powerful powerful thing. And, and then the how. This is what it looks like, an unashamedly gospel-centered, that is, we don't compromise on truth as we share stories of scripture, and we, and we walk students through the Bible. Uh, but we also, we also recognize that, that scripture is extremely practical, that it's life-changing, right? It's practical, and so, so it's character-focused. We assign character attributes to a lot of the, to the, to the stories that they hear. And so they can take those back to the classroom and they can, they can hear about, uh, so we may, we may teach about gratitude or about compassion. And so what does it look like to be compassionate to a student? What does it look like to show gratitude to your teacher or respect, right? And so we're, we're connecting the dots for, for kids to say, this is tangible. The gospel is life-changing and it's tangible. Um, and obviously, it's driven by the local church, the local community, you, the faith, the faith community in, in Napoleon and wherever, wherever you are. And so that's my challenge to you today is maybe you don't live in the Napoleon district, then support, support one in your own district because it's truly life-transforming. Generations are being changed. I can't. Don't even get me started. Okay. I'm going to keep the emotions in check for now. Uh, plug and play. What LifeWise does is it provides the tools for every location say, if they're willing, then here's the tools to do that. Uh, their vision is for the nation over the next few years to have a thousand plus locations. They're in different states and, um, and everything already now. And then with excellence, there's a difference between perfection and excellence, right? Excellence is God-honoring. Perfection is self-centered, self-seeking. And, and we know as believers, we are always to grow into excellency. And, and, and our excellence today um, hopefully it's better than yesterday, and we continue to grow in excellence. We, we talk about that uh, with our musicians up here. Like, what does it look like to be excellent in all things? Because it's God-honoring. And, and we believe that just because it's a, a Christian-based, that it doesn't have to be subpar, that we can do things with excellence. And because we represent someone who is excellent, the king of kings, right? And so that's what LifeWise is. I want to I share a quick video with you, and then they'll come up. This is, a, this is regarding uh, just the Napoleon program. Uh, over the last over the last couple of years here, so check this out. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your might. And these words I've commanded you today will be on your heart. I was not really that into 
church. And then after, I wanted to go to church every single day. And it just made me feel awesome. So last year we eclipsed just over 260 kids uh, in LifeWise for our first year here in Napoleon. And this year, we are almost double that. They come into our classrooms, we get about 30 minutes to explain a Bible story and the gospel and a character trait. And I can tell you kids walk in here sometimes sad, sometimes having a rough day. When they walk out, they are all smiles. And they'll get excited. Like they'll say, I get to see you on Thursday. Or <laughs> like, I just saw you on Wednesday, but I'm so glad you're so excited to see me tomorrow. You can feel them completely relax when they come into the classroom completely relax. There is a peace in here. I mean, I feel like it's more like a family, truly. Nothing is better than when that red bus pulls up and our doors open, and before those kids are even coming in, you can hear them singing their LifeWise songs that we've taught them on the bus, or the students that come in and say, man, I wish every day was LifeWise day. It truly takes an entire community to allow LifeWise to do what it does, to, to share uh, the gospel with these students here in Napoleon. And this little boy stands up and he's so excited. He has this piece of paper and his three clues were, he cares for me, he loves me, and he created me. Everyone raises their hand and I'm like, well, I know what this answer is. And he didn't bring anything except a single sheet of paper and on it, J-E-S-U-S. -S. Before I went to LifeWise, I didn't really know a lot about God because I never really studied it. And after LifeWise, I felt like I knew a, a lot more. I do like LifeWise a lot, and I don't want to miss all of it. Hello everyone, um, I am Kathy Bressler. I am the director of Napoleon LifeWise. Um, and we're here this morning just to share you about what God's been doing through our program. Uh, we are in the third year, and just to kind of give you an idea of where we've been. Um, year one was uh, serving BK through three with 266 students, uh, 25 LifeWise classrooms, two teachers, three bus drivers, and 15 aides. Uh, year two, we expanded into fifth grade uh, 470 students, 37 classes, two teachers, four drivers, and 23 aides. And for this year, year three, uh, God has opened the doors again for more growth. Um, we now serve all the way into sixth grade, so we are serving our entire elementary school at Napoleon. Uh, this year, we are seeing 570 students every week. 
uh, 40 classes. We have three teachers. Um, we have Krista Bem and then Emily Myers and Seth Rogers, both from Crossroads, are there as well. Uh, four bus drivers and 29 classroom aides. Um, because of this growth, um, it's been wonderful, but we also have been presented with a challenge this year. Um, we have actually outgrown our bus. Um, so we have been blessed to uh, begin a partnership with Henry County Transportation Network. They meet us every afternoon and they're helping to transport our sixth graders. Um, this is currently working really well and we're very thankful for them uh, and with their willingness to partner with us, but it's also adding an extra cost for us. Um, it is costing about $160 a week um, on top of our other expenses. Um, currently we are serving 63% of our Napoleon students every week and we still continue to grow each and every week. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to Krista now to talk about our classroom. I get, is this on? Okay. <laughs> I got to get notes because I'm used to talking to people that are usually like this tall, so it makes me really nervous to talk to taller people. So anyway, um, so actually life-wise, we begin each day with a prayer and a memory verse and we go into our Bible story, but our curriculum is kind of a modified version of the Gospel Project. So we focus on head, heart, hands. So the knowledge of the Bible story, how it changes us from the inside out through the gospel of Jesus, and then how we go out and use that um, in our lives and how, it, how we implement that. Um, I just wanted to share a couple of stories from the classroom. Um, we've only been in class for um, a month, but I think we've only done two weeks of full lessons. We did a lot of review work and just kind of getting to know you kind of things. But this past week, um, we talked about Hosea and, and Hosea in second, third, and fourth grade, because I'm sure you've all read Hosea like eight times, right? Um, so the character trait for Hosea was love and how, love, how God loves us with a love that never gives up, no matter what we're doing. He's going to love us regardless, and he's always going to chase after us. And in the story, Hosea continually chases after Gomer, even though she's unfaithful. And he, um, he buys her back from slavery. And I asked the kids, I said, so what is God's plan? That's one of our big picture questions. And God's plan is to rescue his people from captivity. So I said, so did God buy us back? And hands go up, and yeah, yeah, he did, he did. And, um, well, how? And one little girl's just looking at me really confused, like, how did he do that? And we're talking third grade. Another student steps in and proceeds to explain the gospel. And I just completely stepped out. Because you now have children teaching children how Jesus can change them. And it was just amazing. I just was happy to say, I'll step out of it and let you go because she had it. Jesus walked this earth completely perfect and yet took our punishment. And there was a little bit of an understanding. So, um, you know, it's something we talk about every single class. We talk about the gospel, but to hear an eight, nine-year-old tell you, that's pretty amazing. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is this week, um, our first graders, and some of them, this is their very first experience with LifeWise, and um, I teach beginner garden through fifth grade, so I have eight classes, is it eight? No, uh, six classes a day. 
I don't know, but I teach a lot. And there are, um, there's four different lessons taught in one day, all at different times. And so because LifeWise offers us these really awesome videos of the Bible stories, I really do rely on them just to stay on track. Well, this hand goes up. Before I even started the lesson, Mrs. Bem, can we just read it out of the Bible today? First grade. I was like, you would prefer the Bible over a video? This is, this is a six-year-old, seven-year-old child. Yeah, they're all like, yeah, let's just read it out of the Bible today. So when you think that the Bible is not important to someone that age, if I leave the Bibles on the tables for those kids, they're usually just hugging them during the lesson. They're not looking through them very much, but they'll hug them. I have, we have one little girl that carries one in her backpack because she said that she can hear God better that way. Um, so Bibles are so important. And as um, the LifeWise board went ahead and decided that we needed to have a Bible fund, so we can give every student that comes through LifeWise at least one Bible. So at this point, all of our students have them, except for our newest students coming in that um, weren't in LifeWise last year. Um, but by third grade, everyone will have a, the same study Bible so that they can carry that through um, sixth grade. So um, because we have that special fund, just if that is something that's on your heart that you want to provide a Bible for a student, um, it's about $15. So I would just say contact Kathy on that. So that's all I got. So within our program, um, helping us in this mission is our volunteers and our bus drivers. Um, we have one of our volunteers who's going to join us up here. Um, our classrooms run four days a week, and our volunteers are an integral part of helping us um, in this mission. Uh, just to put a little plug out there, we do still have a volunteer spot open. Um, Wednesdays, that 135 shift, we do have one spot open there that we're looking to fill. Um, and then we're always looking to add more people to our bus driver and sub list as well. Um, and now this is Betty Bircher. She's one of our volunteers. I'll have her kind of share about her experience in the classroom as well. Good morning. When Kathy asked me to speak today, my first thought was I'm not a public speaker at all, but something inside me told me to go ahead and do it. So here I am. Um, I retired last October and approached Ben about um, volunteering at LifeWise. I began helping on Wednesday mornings with the kindergartners, first graders, and second graders in Miss Krista's class. Um, on a general day, um, Janae, Randy, and I will ride the bus to the school. We pick up our classes. Um, we make three trips a morning, try to be quick because we are on a time schedule. Doesn't always work. Um, this year, I've been trying to set with different kids um, on each trip, just trying to get to know the kids in my class a little better. Um, the bus trips can be interesting. Um, some last few weeks ago, we had three deer alongside the road, and everyone lost everything. They were some had never seen a deer. They said so. Um, it took a while to get them calmed down, even once we got to the LifeWise classroom. Um, in the classroom, I just kind of help get the kids settled into their seats, um, pass out papers if we have some um, papers to pass out. Some need a little more attention, so I just kind of try to do what I can to help them stay focused or stay on track. Um, 
I really enjoy my mornings um, at LifeWise. I feel like I'm probably getting more out of it than maybe the kids are. Um, they love to come in. We have one girl in our one class that thanks me every time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for volunteering. Um, just knowing I'm helping them learn about Jesus um, is just an awesome feeling. Um, some kids, it's the only time they've heard anything about God. Um, and then others amaze you with the knowledge they have about God. Um, let's see. Um, I guess my favorite thing that we do is our memory verses. Um, Kristen makes it fun, and they have different motions they do to help them remember the words. Um, we go over it a few times, and then the kids generally try to pick a voice or an animal or something to do. Ask Krista to talk like a baby. She's really good at it. <laughs> um, so if you have a few hours a week um, that you'd like to volunteer, I really recommend you come check out a class, see what it is. It's, it's a lot of fun. The time goes by really quick. And um, I just enjoy my Wednesdays. Thank you, buddy. Um, and like I said, um, our volunteers are very important in what we do. So at this time, if you are a volunteer in any LifeWise program anywhere, we'd just like for you to stand up so we can recognize you. Thank you all very much. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, another part of what we get to do, one of um, the best parts we get to do is welcoming our students into our building every week. So Berkeley, you ready to come up? <laughs> this is Berkeley. She's going to talk with Krista for a little bit. Can you get up there? Yeah. Oh, taller. You got move a little bit. Is this one on? It is on. So Berkeley, you've been in LifeWise for, is this your third year? Okay. So can you tell me what your favorite part of LifeWise is? I like the memory verses and the stories and um, the questions. What kind of questions? Like the questions you ask after the video. Like what part of the Bible is true? Not like that one, but like... <laughs> but like um, Do you know the answer to that one? Yeah. What is it? All of it. Okay. And then um, like the questions of like what um, the story it's about and stuff. You like the review questions and the games that we play? Yeah. Yeah. So in your three years, well, really, we're just going into our third year, but in the two years that you were at LifeWise, um, have you seen a difference in maybe how you use those character traits or a difference in your heart a little bit? Uh-huh. Can you expand on that a little bit? Probably. <laughs> I don't know much more to ask you then. <laughs> Can you recite one of our memory verses really quick? Do you remember 1 Corinthians? Eight six? No? Oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> it was the first one you did. There is one. There is one God. God. The Father. All things. All things are from him, and we exist for him. 
There is one Lord, Jesus Christ. All things are through him. We exist through him. <laughs> All right, Berkeley. Thank okay, you, Berkeley. Thank you. Did you want to go to class now? Yeah. Okay, go. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> and now joining us up here, we're going to have um, Jody Myers. Jody is a LifeWise parent and also a kindergarten teacher for NES. And then Jody, if you just want to share the impact you've seen personally in your home and then also in your students at school. Uh, yeah, at home, our son is a third grader, so he's been going since the program began. And just, he loves LifeWise. He's excited every um, week that it's time for LifeWise. And we just noticed with him through the years, just he'll come home um, and tell us out of the blue, oh, I prayed for so-and-so today. Or um, last year, I felt like it really met him where his nine-year-old mind is at. You know, he's a big football fan. And last year, one of his favorite players was injured. Um, and he came home. This man was in the hospital. And he had come home one day. And he said, Mom, I can't even believe it. I asked for everyone at LifeWise to pray for him. And they did. And when I got home, Dad said he's out of the hospital. I knew it. It worked. I knew if we prayed, it would work. So just that um, alone, you know, um, for him, that was important. And when he came home, he just couldn't believe that LifeWise, all his friends at LifeWise helped him do that. So just um, the impact that it's had on him, how he thinks it's fun. I asked him um, just recently, I said, what's your favorite part this year about LifeWise? And um, he, he mentioned memory verses, and he said, um, also, we get to win a LifeWise t-shirt this year. We have a chance to do that. So he's very excited um, for that opportunity. But then also in my classroom, I've just noticed um, the same type of thing. You know, um, one little boy, as you mentioned, you know, they have their Bibles. Two years ago, one little boy brought a Bible from home, and he carried it in his backpack every single day. He wasn't quite sure which day was LifeWise, but he said, I carry it, so when I go to LifeWise, I have it. So just, you know, that um, opportunity to do that um, is exciting for all the kids. And then also, again, the praying. Um, I know one year Krista had touched base with me and said, just want to let you know, so-and-so said she had a really rough night last night. And she asked us all to pray for her. Or I had a mom um, one year tell me, you know, we, um, my daughter came home and said, Mom, I prayed for you at LifeWise because I knew you were sick and I just wanted to help you get better. So just all of those opportunities for the kids um, is pretty exciting. And just this last week, I asked my class when they came, I said, welcome back. What would you guys learn? And a few kids said, um, how God made us special. And I about teared up. I'm like, oh, to hear little five-year-olds tell you that. Um, just having the opportunity to learn that and um, share that with their, you know, their classmates when they get back was, is a pretty exciting thing. So, Thank you. So we have a few ways um, for you to connect with us. Um, we do have a Facebook page, LifeWise Academy uh, Napoleon. You can visit us at lifewise.org. Uh, you can scan our QR code. And then we also are going to schedule some 101s. 101s are where you can call and um, set up a time to come in, and you can see for yourself what we do um, during the day with LifeWise. Uh, another very important piece of being able to do what we do is having the support of those around us. 
We have a prayer remind that you can join. Um, uh, here we will share ways that you can uh, pray over our students and things that are going on with them. We also rely on donations. Uh, $20 a month provides Bible education for our students. It's about $240 annually. Um, donations can be made online or mailed to the address there. Um, and then just one final thing that I would ask is that you would be in prayer over us, our program, our staff, our volunteers, and our students. Um, we talk a lot about spiritual warfare and enemy attacks, and um, they're real. We've felt them. We've recognized them just in these few weeks that we've been going um, through schedule conflicts, transportation issues, feelings of being inadequate in what we're doing, um, and just in lots of other ways as well. Uh, but God always comes through. Um, I've had days where I'm feeling overwhelmed and wondering if I'm in the right spot. Um, and then I walk into a classroom and I sit across from a sixth grade student um, and they're asking, um, how do we pray? What's a prayer request? Or can I come to your youth group? Um, and I'm immediately reminded, this is why. This is why we're doing this um, and that this matters. Um, and we're here to grow his kingdom and LifeWise gives us the opportunity to do that. Uh, one of our goals this year at LifeWise is to connect our students to a church and get them plugged in. Um, so I just ask that as you're praying over things, that you're just open, um, open to wherever the Lord leads you. And if that happens to be life-wise, um, we have a table set up out in the foyer, and we'd love to talk to you more about that. Um, so we just thank you so much for giving us your time this morning, and thank you. Kathy and Krista and all those who, who came to assist. You know, just in the rest of our time today, and being a part of LifeWise, it became apparent to me that uh, these kids are, as we, would, as we would have LifeWise going on, we'd go back and we'd hear from the teachers. They would start saying, you know, hey, I heard so-and-so sharing Christ with a student in the playground. I heard him sharing Christ in the bus line. I heard him talking about Christ at lunch. It's a topic of conversation. I just want to end with this passage today. This passage on its face is, is rich. There's so much depth to it that we don't have time for today, but I just want to read this to you. Jesus' words. says this, and he was saying to them all, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake, he is the one who will save it. For what is it man profited if he gains the whole world, gains power, gains vanity, gains health, gains wealth, forfeits himself. So whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in glory. In the glory of the Father and the holy angels. So I was reminded that these kids aren't ashamed of the gospel. You know how uh, I remember growing up you know, when you're little, your parents are your heroes, right? And there's, it's just, they're awesome. And then when you turn 11 or 12, they don't know anything, right? And you're kind of ashamed to be associated with them. You're in your adolescent years. It's like, 
just stay away from me. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk about you. Love you, mom and dad, right here today. <laughs> of all Sundays, I come. And then as you mature, like, wow, there's depth here. There's richness. There's words of wisdom. You know, I think of those who are young in their faith. And they see the Father, and they're just, just struck by the wonder of Christ. Then you reach adolescence and your faith, and you're like, oh, it's kind of embarrassing. I'm not fully developed. I might not be able to give an account. I don't know what's going to come up. I don't really want to associate. Yeah, you know, I'll align myself, but I'm not going to talk about it. And then Christian maturity. So when you taste and see, the Lord is good. He's faithful. And you do life long enough and you just see the brokenness. But if we deny ourselves, if we die to ourselves, right? It's Romans 12. Our bodies being a living sacrifice. The whole self, not the sum. Kill the whole self off. The whole, all your ambitions, everything, you live for him. testimony. That's why we raise our hands. The words we're proclaiming, that's me. To everyone around me, raise my hands because this promise, this truth, I've experienced it. And I've come out on the other side. I've tasted and I've seen. And the seeds that we're sowing in our community preschool with LifeWise. These little children, they're not ashamed of the gospel. They're not hesitant to share with others. Life has a way of, of making us calloused. My question for you, my challenge for you is this. You've heard the testimonies. Are you ashamed of the gospel? You know, the things that you spend your mind, you spend your thought energy on are the things that come out, right? The experiences. The, and that's why it's so much better in community. Watch the Buckeyes win last night. It's more fun to do that in community than by yourself. It's like, hey, if you were with someone else, you shared in something that was, that was awesome, right? That's why we come together as the body of Christ proclaiming what's true. That Christianity is not the solo endeavor, but we join hands, we lock arms, and we say... To God be the glory. Because we're better together with this. And as we surrender daily, I talked about that two weeks ago. As we surrender daily, then the things that we're thinking about, the things we're experiencing, the things that we're living into, we're always looking for ways to just, our passions, we're looking for ways to work those into every conversation. You ever notice that? Like if you, if you experience something great, you're always looking for ways, now whether it makes sense or not. I went to Colorado this last week. Every conversation that I've had with people, I'm thinking, how can I talk about Colorado? It was a great experience. And I loved it. It was, it was such a time of rest and renewal. It was beautiful. It's like when you set your mind on the things of Christ, and he consumes you, and you give your first to him, 
and you walk throughout your day. He's on your mind. He's on your heart. It's what comes out of you. You're not talking about the weather or something stupid. Like you're talking about meaningful stuff because it's what Christ has done in you. And it's like, hey, I've been chewing on this all day long. I'm just ready to tell someone about it. So I say, are you ashamed of the gospel? Have you surrendered yourself fully to him? Walking with him daily. That's what we're teaching these kids. What's our program? $120,000 it takes? Something like that. Every year. So you may not be a volunteer in the classroom. You may not be the director, the teacher, or whatever. We're all called to live generously. Right dying to self, denying self, living for kingdom causes, kingdom things. So I were called to, to give, to live generously. Because we're rewired. He rewires us. So it's no longer about our thoughts, our affections, our things, but we surrender to him daily and we say, God, all that I am for you. And as we grow in wisdom and maturity, we grow in our boldness. These kids don't know theology. They just know Christ loves them. And they're not ashamed of it. They're not thinking of all the reasons why they can't share Christ and why they shouldn't. It's like, I just know. I just found this out. And if this is true, God be the glory. And your testimony is simply this. I was this. I discovered Christ. Christ came into my life. I don't have any, every answer. I just know he changed me. And I'm, I'm giving the rest of my life for him. So are you ashamed of the gospel or are you eager to share it? That would be my prayer for you as a people of God. These, uh, these cards you got on your, we're starting a new series next week. Um, it's for you, it's for you to give to someone else. We're going to deal, deal with some difficult conversations over the next month. Um, how to stand firm on scripture and love well in a culture of compromise. How do you, how do you stand firm on the word of God, the truth? while also exercising grace to those in the world who don't believe these things, who believe the truth is found from within, who believe that, you, that they, they live on feelings and that um, we're supposed to affirm and accept everything and always keep it that way rather than receiving and accepting and then saying, yeah, but guess what? Let me introduce you to Christ. Let me share your, his love with you. And so this is just some information on our, our, our series coming up this, this next month. There's two things I've asked, I'd ask of you. Maybe give this to someone. Personally invite them. There's a lot of empty seats. I see them all around. Bibles and books are sitting on them. I'd love, wouldn't it be great if people were in them? You can give it to this week. you praying for this week that doesn't know Christ? I want you to text someone who doesn't live in your house. Say, hey, 
this person in my life, I'm praying for them. I need a window of opportunity to share the gospel with them this week. Will you ask me about it later? Someone you trust. Blaine, love you, brother. I'm going to talk about burden bearers. Always texting me, always challenging me. challenging you. Share it with someone, a friend, someone who's going to actually hold you accountable, cares enough about you to hold you accountable. Hey, I'm just looking for ways to share the gospel with this person. I don't know what it'll look like. Just help me to be aware when the moment comes. So I pray it would be true for all of us. All right, that was heavy. I'm sorry. This stuff's real, guys. We're not just sitting here going through the motions. Would you stand? So reality is it happens when we die to ourselves. We don't have to do it on our own, but we enable the work of the Holy Spirit within us, right? To empower us, to strengthen us. I want you to leave burden today. That's okay. We don't have to be cheery or rah-rah as we go. We can do that knowing that we're more than victorious in Christ. But we also can lead with the burden. Because he's wired you to share the gospel. He's giving you the tools. You're fully equipped to share what Christ has done for you. We believe that. Amen. Amen. Amen today. Father, we thank you. We thank you for all that you're doing in our community to our Jerusalem first and then to the ends of the world. But Lord, to the Jerusalem first, to Napoleon first, to our communities first, we sow seeds of the gospel that will return a harvest and we know that you are the one who does the transforming, that you are the one who raises those seeds to life. We pray that they would fall on fertile soil, both in our life-wise classrooms, in our preschool, but also in the workplace and wherever we go, around the dinner table, we thank you that conversations about Christ are entering into the workplace, are entering into the dinner dinner table. When we pray, let it be and use me. And all of God's people say amen. Amen. Hey, let's go this week. Have a great Sunday. Thanks for listening to this week's message from the Napoleon Church of the Nazarene. We invite you to join us each Sunday morning at 9 or 1030 a.m. for weekly worship and community with other believers. For more information about upcoming events or ways you can connect, find us on Facebook or visit us at napnaz.org. Have a great week.